live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. 1,000 people come in in a day, and this is just an average. If we have 1,000 people come in, we're averaging about 1,000 that are, that are God aways as well. Wow. So the, the numbers are, the, if, wow. if I throw wow. out a number out there, it, uh, say between 1,000, I'm, I'm just saying this, and on a slow day, it's about between 1,000 to 1,500 people. That's on a slow day. On a high, uh, high traffic day, it's anywhere upwards of 3,000 plus. 3,000 in one day compared to 50 that showed up to Martha's Vineyard and they freaked out. What you guys are having to yes. deal with because of those policies, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, that, and that's correct. The, the, our community is a small community of about 40 to 50,000 people. The, that's including the city and the county the, the, in the rural areas as well. Our law enforcement is, is pushed to the max. Our, our, our local constables department has, has never had this high flow of, uh, of work traffic before. Our sheriff's department as well, the local police department, the DPS is even involved, you know, the, the best that they can. The border patrol is pushing themselves to the max every day and, and everybody is trying to do their part. The border patrol, God bless them, they're out here up and down, you know, left and right and, and they're doing their best to, to, to do their job. Unfortunately, kind of with one hand tied to behind their back. And, and us, we're here trying to assist them the best we can because we tend to cover areas where they're not in because they, they tend to cover the areas where the high volume traffic goes through. And then other areas, we find groups of people, could be 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, that's where local law enforcement comes in and, and we step up and try to assist them the best that we can. And a lot of times we, we, get, uh, we have to wait for Border Patrol, sometimes an hour, sometimes a couple of hours. And it's happened to me as well, and I'm not knocking them anyway, but it's because they're so busy, yeah. because they have so many people that are crossing. And that's all because of the policies coming out of Washington, D.C. This is, it's, it's un-American. We've, we've allowed this to happen. So thank you on behalf of the American people, Constable, thank you for standing out here, standing in the gap, literally, as we watch the invasion come across the border. Real America's Voice News, Law and Border, down here in Eagle Pass, Texas, showing you what the mainstream media doesn't want you to see. If we have a thousand people and ladies and gentlemen, the hardest thing to deal with, the hardest thing to as, as, as an American, as a person, as a as somebody who watches Ben Berkwam's reporting every single day. It's so hard to get the truth, isn't it? Imagine not getting it, though. Imagine there was no independent media. Imagine there was no alternative media. And the only thing that you could get every single day of the week was ABC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, and the rest. Imagine if that was the case. I would rather know the truth, even if it's this bad every single day. I would rather know the truth so that I can do something about it than not know the truth and live a life of lies, ladies and gentlemen. So that is why I am so thankful for Ben Berkwam. That is why I'm so thankful for this network, for this show, for Steve Bannon on Real America's Voice News, for uh, Brian over on RSBN. Everything that these people are trying to do, doesn't matter who they work with, doesn't matter who they work for, all that matters is they're trying to expose the truth. These people, the, Ben cannot go to Congress and change Congress tomorrow. I cannot go to Congress and change Congress tomorrow. But what we can do is expose this to the masses, to the LFA family, to the Frontline family, to the RAV family, to the RSPN family, to the OAN family, whoever's out there, so that we can get people, first of all, 
educated on what's really going on. And second of all, once they're educated on what's really going on, they're going to want to do something about it. And that's what we've been doing here for the last two years. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here. LFA TV, live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the wonderful Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And it is my pleasure and an honor and a blessing from God to be able to have this platform to do this with you guys every single day of the week, Monday through Friday. And now, again, we have another hour at 9 a.m. doing the Rise Up podcast. And if you did not join in on any of these recent uh, 9 a.m. Rise Up podcasts, I highly suggest you do it, especially if you consider yourself a man or a woman of God or just, I guess I should say, a child of God. So big shout out to Ben Berkwam once again and everybody out there who's putting their lives on the line to bring you the truth. All Everybody, we could all just have a regular job. I could go back to IT and marketing and branding. I could uh, Ben Berkwam could go back to doing what he was doing before this. We could all do that. We could all go to our nine to fives. But then you would have to rely on people like Sean Hannity to bring you the truth. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. I, uh, I've got an email to read for you this morning before we get going, and this is a heartbreaking email. But you know what? We've got to get the, the, the hard pills are out to swallow. We've got to get them out there. And I don't want to say this person's name. She has asked me not to give her name. But let's just call her... Let's just call her Jane for right now. Jane is asking for prayers and a lot of prayers from the LFA family. She is a widow... But she's still in love with her husband who is no longer here. She says, I'm a widow and I'm still in love with him. Wow, that's got to be hard. And lost my dear brother on my birthday last year. And my baby on my birthday, Mother's Day this year. All three in the last five years. Unbelievably hard. Wow. I can't, for all the things that you and I are going through... For all the bad news that we have to uh, show, like Ben Berkwam just showed, none of that compares to losing your husband, your, your brother, and your daughter in the last five years. That is rough. My dear, healthy daughter, 45 years old, died suddenly on vacation in North Idaho. She took the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Her older daughter had to do her own mom's compressions. Her middle daughter, 13 years old, was in the room and called 911, trauma. One other of my daughters looked into it and takes and it takes 9 to 12 months to murder and she was in that time rate in that time and age group 45. She's talking about the Johnson the 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 vaccine. The medic said pulmonary embolism. She felt led to take it and I know she regretted it. She even had a religious exemption. I just don't understand. The coroner took four months, far too long, to send a ridiculous reason. Her doctor was appalled. She left behind three granddaughters whom the father is out of it, and I'm the only one not allowed, and I'm the only one not allowed to see them, and they want to, and it's been seven months. We were and are very close, and I am mourning over my daughter and my three granddaughters. And he is nasty to me at all times. And confusingly nice at other times. I'm so beyond heartbroken, I'm struggling to live, even though I'm close to Jesus. The Johnson & Johnson jab is never included in all of the many other programs. I'm not sure what she meant there. I so wish it was included. I don't care if... Uh, I, I don't know where she what she was saying there. She was sending this to, the, to Sabrina, uh, but she wanted me to read the whole thing to you. And again, she asked me not to say her name. But ladies and gentlemen, pl please pray for her. And please pray for everybody else who's also going through this, these troubled, troubled times with this ridiculous vaccine and the, and the forcefulness and the forceful measures, I should say, in which they use to make people take it beyond their, uh, their personal health care wishes. It's sick and it's disgusting. And it needs to stop. 
I want to bring up the Rumble chat right now because so many LFA family members are so close. I want to see what the LFA family has to say about this woman and her um, and her troubles that she's going through with this stupid COVID jab. What about grandparents' rights, says, uh, says Rockin'. Exactly. Don't let Satan win, says Sly. We're here for you. I know I don't want to say your real name, but you know we're here for you. Nurse says, this is hurting my heart. I took the J&J vaccine. And again, that's why it's so hard to say this stuff, because so many of us here were forced to take it as well. Gene says, unfortunately, grandparents usually don't have rights. Karen says, Wilson, the jab has been causing cancer as well. The vaccine is another bioweapon. This is upsetting, and I'm so sorry, says Tiff. I feel for our young people in the military. Amen. Lacey says, that's because when people get the vax... What did that say? Can we scroll back? When people get the vax, they also get demons. Wow. Wow. Good insight there, Lacey. And ladies and gentlemen, and and, and again, I don't like to, to, it's very hard knowing that so many of you took that vaccine that when we have to talk about this stuff, but it is the truth. And I know it's a hard pill to swallow, but we've got to get out there. So please pray for her. Again, I know I'm not saying her real name, but please pray for her and for everybody that's going through the same kind of crap. Uh, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the Lord's Prayer, I do want to uh, mention this. Um, the left right now on NBC, at NBC, they're absolutely freaking out and melting down because the Time, Time Magazine put out their short list of who is going to be the Time Magazine person of the year. Let me give you the people that are on this short person list of the year. Some of them deserve it. Some of them show you exactly where Time Magazine stands in this world. The first person on Time Magazine's short list to appear as the Time person of the year, like anybody cares about that, by the way, is Xi Jinping, the forever ruler of the CCP. Next, the U.S. Supreme Court. The entire U.S. Supreme Court is linked together as one person of the year. Elon Musk, Liz Cheney, Liz freaking Cheney, Vladimir Zelensky, the leather thong wearing little scumbag who is recipi- who, who basically won- wins the Powerball every day. Mackenzie Scott, protesters in Iran, Ron DeSantis, gun safety advocates, and Janet Yellen. That is your short list. What a stupid short list. And the only people on there, the only people or group of people, I guess, because now we do groups as, as the person of the year that should be on there is Ron DeSantis, the Supreme Court for overturning Roe v. Wade, protesters in Iran, I agree with, and possibly Elon Musk, but nobody else. Come on. Liz Cheney, Vladimir Zelensky, Janet Yellen, gun safety advocates. Does anybody care about Time Magazine? Let's say it with me, everybody. Where's the button? Nobody cares. (laughs) Unbelievable. Sandy Joe says, who comes up with this, this list? I agree. I agree. All right, well, let's get to the verse of the day today. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you joined in on this morning's Rise Up podcast, you know that the verse of the day today came from Luke 12, 19 through 21. Now, I titled this, The Big Lie That You Have More Time. The Big Lie That You Have More Time. Luke 12, 19 through 21. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things that you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. They say the greatest lie the devil ever told was to make you believe that he didn't exist. I think that might be tied with another lie that he has told you throughout this time, throughout your time here on this earth. The lie that you have more time to get right with God. What a foolish thing to think. The only being 
that knows the date of your earthly death is God, not the devil. So for Satan to spread that lie through society is so effective. With one lie, he has made half the population believe that he doesn't exist. And by default, that would mean that God doesn't exist. The other half with the other lie that do believe in God are now under the impression that there is plenty of time to keep on sinning because they will get right with God afterward. That is so dangerous. You don't know if your last breath is your next breath. I could easily die while doing this very newsletter. We live in a world that is so dangerous that, in, that the fact that you actually avoid all of the things that could kill you every day is a miracle of in itself. We avoid fatal car crashes with thousands of other individuals on the road each day. We avoid, we avoid fatal diseases that are haunting so many people. We are geographically positioned in a country that doesn't have bullets and airstrikes pummeling our towns and our roads. The list goes on and on. The scariest verse to hear as someone who thinks they are a good person and are on their way to heaven is Matthew 7, 21 through 23, in which the Lord says, I never knew you. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of the Father who is in. If you hear that, there is no redemption. There is no time. There is no saying, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Why would we risk that? I feel like I'm already risking it by the sins that I still commit. So I can't even imagine living like the rest of the world every day who doesn't even have a care in the world. The fact of the matter is that we don't have more time. The time is now. The time was actually yesterday. This is how serious that this is. So what are you going to do about it? Before Jesus, you had no option. You had no hope. But he suffered being tortured so that you did have an option. Don't throw that away. Don't give up that hope. Harness it for the greatness of God and share it with the rest of the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have more time. Your time to save your soul is not extended. It needs to go now. Or else you're going to hear, depart from me. I never knew you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You don't have more time, folks. You do not have more time. And do you want to know why you don't have more time? Because you don't know if you have more time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please lift up your cups. It is about to go Big Bang MAGA, ladies and gentlemen. You can get your Big Bang MAGA shirts on JeremyHerald.com right now. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. Sipping on that new Rise Up coffee, folks. I hope you've got your Rise Up coffee ordered because you're going to need to... Uh, You're going to need to make that and brew that every morning with our Rise Up podcast, all right? Here we go. Today is the day. Today is the day in GA, ladies and gentlemen. Herschel Walker against Raphael Warnock. I think everybody on this chat has some kind of pessimism that they're working through right now, thinking to themselves, there is no way Herschel Walker is going to win. And by the way, folks, we only have 791 rumbles. We have 4,000 people watching. If you have not liked this video, please do so, okay? We are aiming for 2,000 rumbles. That should be very simple. And if you're not rumbling because you don't have a profile, you need to get a profile or you are not on the battlefield. Today is the day in GA. What we need to do is pray. That's a good, that's a good line right there. Today is the day in GA, so let's pray. Let's pray. As a matter of fact, let's do that right now. Lord and Heavenly Father, We pray that honesty and not corruption is what is is going on in Georgia today. We pray that the corruption does not not 
override the goodness, that evil does not defeat good today in Georgia, Lord. We know that Raphael Warnock is a false child of God. We know that he speaks one thing and does something very different. We know that he puts people out in the street, Lord. Lift up Lift up your child of God, uh, the the child uh, that we know as Herschel Walker. Lift him up. Lift him up and bring him to victory, Lord, as he actually follows the word of God. He actually loves Christ. And that is who we need, Lord, to represent the people in Georgia. In Jesus' name, amen. We've got to pray because today is the day. If you have not voted in Georgia, get out and do so. The Georgia Senate runoff is now. And if you think that that seat doesn't matter, it very much does. Because while we need a 60-seat majority for a lot of big things, all we need is a simple majority for other big things. It is very, very important that we get Herschel Walker over that line. Now, I will be the first to say, I will be the first to say, Herschel Walker is not the greatest candidate. Will that translate into him being a bad or a good senator? Probably not. But as a candidate, he was not a very good candidate. He, this, he's not, and me, not by saying he's not a good man, not by saying he's not sincere. What I'm saying is he has not been in the game of politics. And you can tell that he's not been in the game of politics. So why on God's green earth was Sean Hannity, Ted Cruz, and Lindsey Graham his crutch? Why wasn't it Donald J. Trump? Why wasn't it Trump Jr.? Why wasn't it Jim Jordan? Why wasn't it Matt Gates? Why wasn't it Marjorie Taylor Greene? Why wasn't it people that are actually saying that they are about this MAGA movement? If Donald Trump endorsed Herschel Walker, then why was it left to Lindsey Graham to campaign for Herschel Walker? Why every single time that I turned on TV, did I see Herschel Walker on the left and Lindsey Graham on the right. Why? If Herschel Walker does lose today, and I'm not trying to put negativity out there in the air. That's not what I'm saying. This is, after all, a news show. So we've got to talk about the facts and the possibilities, and then, of course, our opinions. The facts are they're going against each other today. The facts are the Democrats are going to pull everything in under the sun to do any kind of cheating that they can to get that simple majority in the Senate. Okay? Those are the facts. Those are the facts. What are the possible outcomes? Well, the possible outcomes is that Herschel Walker could easily lose. And if Herschel Walker does lose today, I blame that on the fact that the Republican Party did not put the right money, the right time, the right people behind Herschel Walker to get him over the top. Because of the fact that Herschel Walker was not the greatest political candidate. Everybody knows this. This is not something that's a secret. Herschel is a man of God. Period. He's a man of God. He is sincere. He's got a great heart and he wants to be there for the right reasons. Having said that, if by chance he does lose, I will not blame Herschel Walker. I will blame the Republican Party. I will also blame those in the Republican Party who claim that they are MAGA for not getting off of their keisters and getting out there and helping Herschel Walker. Did you guys see any time a MAGA candidate out there campaigning for Herschel Walker. If you did, please let me know. No, because I didn't see it. I didn't see it. All I saw was flimsy Lindsey Graham putting his finger in the air to see which way the wind would blow. Okay? I didn't see Senator Lindsey Graham out there um, campaigning for Kerry Lake. I didn't see uh, Lindsey Graham out there campaigning for Blake Masters, nor did I see Ted Cruz, nor did I see Sean Hannity helping out. 8-12-12 says, if Herschel Walker loses, it's because of cheating. You are absolutely correct. You are absolutely correct. But how long are we going to continue to blame the Democrats for cheating and not blame the Republicans for not getting off their butts and doing something about it? Republicans are doing absolutely nothing. I saw on Real America's Voice News, McConnell dumped a bunch of money into Kemp's campaign for Walker. Really? Huh. Because I didn't see Mitch McConnell out there doing anything. Money is one thing. But you've got to show faces. Money doesn't just win elections anymore. You've got to be on the ground. You've got to have some grassroots movement. And I didn't see that from the Republican Party with Herschel Walker. I saw them dump a few has-beens that nobody likes. I saw one, but it was at a Walker campaign, and that was Candace Taylor. There you go. 
There you go. Maybe Herschel is a rhino. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Herschel's just trying to get in. Herschel's just trying to get in. And he is a man of God, and he's a great man. And he will do great things. He will stick to his word. But having Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, and, and Sean Hannity as your team of people to prop you up, probably not a good choice. And again, I don't blame that on Herschel. I blame that on the Republican Party. Sniff says your opinion doesn't count. I wonder who they're talking to. Sniff, who are you talking to? I don't want to assume. I don't want to assume. But if you're saying my opinion doesn't count, I'd like to know that. Okay? Now, that's today. So in Georgia, please get out. Vote. Overcome the fraud. If, you, if you're out there saying, I don't even want to do this anymore. I already voted. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to have my vote not count again. That's the wrong thing. Okay? That is, that is the wrong way to think. We know that for sure. That's an opinion that we all share. We've got to vote. We've got to get out there and vote. RNC must support MAGA candidates if they want my money, says P. Schrate. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. I'm still waiting to see on whose opinion doesn't matter. Because as far as I'm concerned, everybody in this chat thread's opinion matters. Everybody. Everybody. I still can't believe anybody would vote for a Dem. No, I can't believe that either. CJ says, Hannity said he is not a registered Republican. He's a registered conservative. What a joke. (laughs) Yeah, that guy's got issues. That guy's got issues. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to go from Georgia to Arizona, ladies and gentlemen, because things are seriously heating up in Arizona now that the certification has been illegally certified um, with the help of Doug Ducey, with the help of um, Mark Burnovich, Katie Hobbs illegally certified her own election in her favor, knowing that everybody was disenfranchised and saying that anybody who, di- who didn't support the certification was disenfranchising voters. Now that it is illegally certified, now the lawsuits that piled up, now they're coming in, okay? All the lawsuits are, are finally able to start coming in, and Carrie Lake went on, uh, I believe it was Tucker Carlson last night. Do we have this? Let's bring this up. Uh, Carrie Lake went on Tucker Carlson last night, and let's, uh, let's go to that. Let's go to that now. Here we go. We have volume on this. There we go. Sorry, folks. Through CISA, quote, I am flagging this Twitter account for your review, wrote someone in Hobbs' account to the Center for Internet Security. CISA was later CC'd on the email. Why? Well, according to Hobbs' office, the tweets were, quote, an attempt to further undermine confidence in the election institution in Arizona. Okay. So you're not allowed not to have confidence in elections? Sorry, it's low. Really? This is the state where the biggest county took more than a week to count the ballots. And the printers didn't work on election day, though they worked the day before. But you're supposed to have total confidence. In fact, you're commanded to. And if you don't have confidence, you'll be punished. The email concluded, quote, thank you for your consideration in reviewing this matter for action. And of course, Twitter soon censored them. Thank you. We will escalate, Twitter replied. For the fifth time, this isn't just offensive. This is illegal. This is a crime. A crime is being, a very serious crime, a crime against our democracy, not trespassing in the Capitol or gazing upon Nancy Pelosi's desk. Influencing the outcome of elections, it's beyond belief. It's also very common, much more common than anyone thought. This weekend, Elon Musk suggested that Twitter Twitter interfered abroad, too. If they do it here, why wouldn't they do it in other countries? Sorry about the volume. It can't be turned up, Redneck. interfered in the Brazilian elections. Quote, I'm seeing... A lot of concerning tweets about the recent Brazil election, he tweeted the other day. If those tweets are accurate, it's possible that Twitter... Let's move forward to when Carrie Lake came on. Again, folks, I'm very sorry for the... uh, I'm very sorry for the volume. The volume is the way it is. This is the way this recording was done. So now that Carrie's on, I wanted to go to this part. Let's go back to it. Uh, Carrie Lake on Tucker Carlson. voters. Carrie Lake joins us tonight. Carrie Lake, thank you so much for coming on. Did you... I mean, I, I, I assume you must have suspected something like this was happening. How do you feel now that it's been confirmed? Well, nothing surprises me now, to be honest, but this did, I I was a little bit surprised. I mean, we saw what happened with Hunter's laptop in 2020. The DNC is behind it. Biden's people are behind it, keeping the narrative away from discussing the disturbing contents of that. So it shouldn't be surprising that 
States are doing this. And my opponent, who I wanted to recuse herself from the election a year, more than a year ago because of conflict of interest, it wouldn't surprise me if her office was trying to silence people. I mean, we got silenced. At one point, my Twitter page got taken down because they didn't like one of the tweets I put up during the election. It makes me wonder who was behind that. We had to remove a tweet during the election in order to get our ability to communicate with our followers and the people who were supporting us. It is frightening what's happening with Twitter. This is an arm, it's a propaganda arm of our government. And we need to wake up right now and, and demand that we get some control over what's happening in our government. The FBI, and you know, we're talking about Twitter tonight. Let's talk Facebook. What about TikTok? Yeah. yeah. This thing is going to go so deep yep. that I think people are going to be shocked when they learn the full extent. I can't wait to hear what they were doing when it comes to censoring us on COVID, when people's lives were at risk, when yep. our children right. were, being, right. were being masked up. Shocking. Now, ladies and, and gentlemen, hold on. I want to stop it right there. Why do you think Trump put out that tweet about the Constitution? Why do you think Trump put out that tweet about the Constitution, even though Trump did not mean he even he even reiterated? I didn't mean shut down or cancel the Constitution. This is fake news. This is what the fake news does. But why do you think Trump is saying what he's saying? He's saying when all of this information, why do you think Trump has been so quiet? We talked about this last night. Trump has been eerily quiet, right? I mean, for somebody who just put his name in the hat, for president of 2024, he has been eerily quiet. Meanwhile, dumps and dumps and dumps of information, conspiracy theories that you and I have been trying to show the public for years are no longer conspiracy theories. They're all coming true. All of this information is coming to light while Trump is being eerily quiet. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying that's just a, an observation that I have. Do you guys observe that same thing? Are you guys seeing that as well? And Trump said, when all of this information comes out, which it's already started right now, he says that we need to immediately put the people that actually won these elections back into the rightful um, elected positions. Now, that's different from what Trump has been saying for two years. He's saying that should happen, but now that he's saying that it is happen, that it is happening, that the only remedy is to either have to redo the elections the right way or to place the people that are in there that, that's rightfully won in those elected positions. And he said, once all this information comes out, that's the only move for the United States. So that means there's a lot more coming. Elon Musk says there's a lot more coming. We've got, we've got to see the forest for the trees and we've got to see what's going on. We've got to see what's going on. Let's continue just a little bit more of this interview with Carrie Lake, okay, uh, on Tucker Carlson. How can you have a democracy in a, in a country where the government is suppressing speech? How can that be a democratic country? I believe it's called fascism, and they're always accusing us of being the fascist one. And, you know, they, they spent three years talking about Russia, 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 the collusion story, and they didn't want to talk about... Uh, Hunter's laptop. They didn't want to talk about problems with our elections that we discovered in 2020 and we saw repeated in 22. When are we going to have a serious discussion about what's really wrong in this country? We don't have a lot of time left on the clock. And, uh, you know, as Twitter said, I, what was the what was the, for, the the term they used? We're on it. We're going to get on it right away. Well, we're getting on it in Arizona, and the people have had enough. We're sick of, of the uh, uh, Katie Hobbs' office and the Secretary of State's office and what they've been up to. And we're going to start fighting back, and we're going to be drawing up some uh, lawsuits in our election because we won't have elections that are run like they're run in third world countries. We That's have totally too much to save in this country to allow our elections to be run that way. And if you're looking, if you're watching in the chat, you'll see Ellie May says, pay attention very closely to the Supreme Court for Brunson versus Adams, because once Brunson versus Adams is ruled on, it will solve so many of these issues right now. And you are very correct. You are very correct. Very correct. I just don't want, I think pretty much everybody knows about Brunson versus Adams, and it has everything to do with election, it has everything to do with, with everything we've gone through in these last few years. Very much correct. Now, in Maricopa County, a poll worker has, has uh, submitted an affidavit. And in this affidavit, it reveals how Democrats with out-of-state driver's licenses and no voter registration 
were allowed to vote in many cases. So you've got this, which we're going to read here in a second. You've got that going on. You've got all these affidavits from tens of thousands of people who were disenfranchised, who put these in before the election. But unfortunately, like we talked about in Arizona, you have to certify said election in order for all these to be validated and run through the court system. So I have a feeling this is going to go on for quite some time. And Carrie Lake says, I'm up for the fight. So another Maricopa County election judge has come forward with more evidence of illegalities in the Arizona 2022 midterm election. Okay. Um, I want to get right to her. Some voters were unsure if their vote would count at a second location after people were told to go to a second location after the, uh, the tabulation machines just apparently just didn't work all of a sudden. And if they already checked in at another location, or if they checked in at another location, they said you already voted at this location. That's called disenfranchisement, okay? In a now-deleted tweet, Maricopa County officials told voters that they could, it's okay to leave their voting center and go to another voting center. That tweet's now been deleted, but great thing about the internet is we have all that information, okay? One source said that there was no checkout procedure, that they were even trained on. And because of this, many were forced to vote on a provisional ballot that may not have been counted at all. In addition to these issues that we've been talking about since that day, a new testimony reveals that two Democratic voters were registered to vote just days before Election Day using out-of-state driver's licenses in at least one polling location in Chandler, Arizona. I'm not sure where that is. Somebody in Arizona could probably shed shed some light on that in the chat. One voter was allowed to register after she indicated that she had only been in the Valley for a few weeks. The legal deadline to register was October 11th. This also goes against poll worker instructions to give these voters provisional ballots to be further investigated before actually counting. Those provisional ballots were instead given to Republicans, conservatives, Trump supporters, Kerry Lake supporters, And those votes weren't counted. The election judge told the Gateway Pundit, the system on the site book will tell you when someone's registered. And so I pulled her up in the site book. I said, well, you know you're not registered. We can give you a conditional provisional ballot, but you know you're not in the system. And the inspector, Rhonda Owens, R-O-N-D-A, O-W-E-N-S, Rhonda Owens, that was the inspector there. She came over and said, no, 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 no. I'll fix it. And then the lady said, the, the person who put the affidavit in, she said, well, what do you mean? And she called the hotline and spoke to someone on the hotline. And then suddenly she was registered and able to vote on a regular ballot. That means in real time, Rhonda Owens, who was the inspector in Chandler, Arizona, at this specific polling location, found somebody that wasn't registered, called a hotline, And as soon as she was off the hotline, she was registered to vote. Almost like she was verified on a social media account. Boom, there you go. There you go. You're good to vote. Another woman, uh, by the way, she says, I was stunned. She said, how did you do that? Because she filled out the first part of the information beforehand and it just didn't go through. And I said, that doesn't make any sense. You have to be completely registered to vote, she said. Another woman who was clearly not registered walked into the polling center with an Illinois driver's license and listed a commercial building as her residence. Quote, now the thing is, when you fill out the registration paperwork, there are two sheets. There's the one that you submit, and then you have a receipt. And she had both, said the election judge. The paper was not signed. She had signed somewhere else on the document. And there's a signature block, and she signed outside of that. All things that you cannot do. They continued. Again, Rhonda called the hotline downtown and they said, well, the address is a commercial building. And then somehow they changed that and then suddenly she was registered to vote. The election judge told us that both of the women were Democrats. The judge said that they told Rhonda, who was the inspector, that's not kosher. You can't be registering people after the deadline. She said, well, the person had intended to register. They had the paperwork and it just wasn't completed. So the judge said, I'm like, yeah, but it has to be completed before that, period. And she said to the inspector, stop doing that. The judge also told us 
that they were accepting photographs of ID instead of physical proof of an ID. So somebody took a picture of it and brought, that's my ID. You didn't need an actual certified paper. You could use a photograph of it. So technically, I could take out my auto registration and my auto insurance card, Photoshop, take pictures of them, and walk in and vote anywhere I wanted to. The Arizona Secretary of State's website states that a valid Arizona vehicle registration and Arizona vehicle insurance card are acceptable forms of ID for voting. The inspector said that the pictures were okay, and that's against the law. After seeing the issues at this polling location and hearing about the tabulator malfunctions across the valley, the judge concluded, I have no confidence at all that this election was run fairly. And this is from somebody working there. This will be in court. She's not the only election judge, though. There are many others, ladies and gentlemen. All of this will be in court. I cannot imagine if we rule by the rule of law, if any judge rules by the rule of law, that Katie Hobbs can be certified the rightful winner just based on that. Even if she was the rightful winner, based on the disenfranchisement, based on the problems, based on the fact that they pushed people away and turned people away, based on the affidavits of the poll workers themselves, not just the people who were voting, you can't, you cannot certify that election. You, you have to do it statewide in order to actually pull up the, uh, to, to submit your lawsuits. However, in the end, that cannot happen. Just by the fact of the matter is there were so many problems and so much disenfranchisement. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is where we are with Arizona. We know where we are with Georgia. We know what we have to do. Let's make it happen, cap'n. In the meantime, let's go to our sponsor. Hopefully... They can steal elections, but hopefully they can't steal your home because that's what they're trying to do. Everywhere, people are trying to steal somebody's home. And today, everybody in the world, everybody in the world has heard of identity theft. Guess what they're not doing anymore? Identity theft. Unless they need your identity specifically, nobody's paying attention to identity theft anymore. You know what these people have moved on to? Stealing your house. It's a lot quicker, it's a lot faster, it's 100% sure proof, and they can own your house in 10 minutes. That is how bad this is. That is how dire this is and how important you need uh, th- this information is to you and everybody that you know that has a mortgage or has any equity in their home. That's what they're doing. They're stealing the equity out of your home and in, ca- and, and in doing so, stealing your home right out from under you. So protect your house for pennies on the day. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. And if anybody in the chat thread has this, please let the rest of the thread know how it works. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code LFA. Now, moving on. House Intel Chair. The incoming House Intel Chairman has come out and said yesterday that Congress is still not being briefed on the risk assessment of the raid on Mar-a-Lago. So there had to have been a risk assessment done prior to the raid at Mar-a-Lago. Guess who's not getting that information? Congress. Guess who has to have that information? Especially if you're raiding a former president. Congress, ladies and gentlemen. Incoming House Intelligence Committee Chairman Representative Mike Turner revealed that Congress still has not been briefed on the intelligence community's risk assessment of the allegedly classified documents that were seized during the Mar-a-Lago raid nearly four months ago. Quote, I have just talked to the Director of National Intelligence about this particular issue, the Ohio Republican said on Face the Nation Sunday. One issue that we have, I have discussed with the Director, which is very, very interesting, is that prior to the Mar-a-Lago raid, no one in the intelligence community or in the national security community, was engaged at all by the FBI to request an assessment as to what the risk is or was of the documents that had been surrendered from Mar-a-Lago or that might have been at Mar-a-Lago or that were even perceived to be as missing. Do you understand what that tells you? Does everybody here understand what that tells you? Basically, it's like this. If I work in a job, say I work at... um, Say I work for the IRS, like the new 87,000 IRS agents, okay? And say I have the authority to go in 
and seize all of your documents in your building, in your business, to audit your documents. Say we've asked for, the IRS has asked for your documents. You did not give them to them. You did not give them to the IRS in a, in a timely fashion. So somebody in the IRS took it upon themselves without getting permission, okay, without having the proper information that they needed. Somebody just said, you know what? We're just going to go to their business. We're going to kick in their door and we're going to take their documents. And they had no rhyme or reason to do it yet. They had no permission to do it yet. They had no authority to do it yet. And there wasn't even an assessment done in order to give that order from the higher ups. That's what that's like. That's completely illegal. Congress needs to, especially the, um, the national security uh, community in, within Congress, they need to have this information. They're the ones that are supposed to be involved in this, especially when you're talking about a former president. And the Intel chair, incoming Intel chair said, we've got nothing. So what does that tell you ultimately about the raid in Mar-a-Lago? That it was never an actual, there was no risk, that it, there was no problems, that the president wasn't doing anything wrong, and there will be nothing that ever comes of this. That's what that tells you. There can be nothing that comes of this because Congress isn't even getting the briefings, folks. Think about that. Folks, we have 4,600 people watching on Rumble, but we only have a measly 1,100 Rumbles. We should easily be topping 2,000 rumbles. If you are watching this video on Rumble right now and you can't like this video, it means you don't have a profile. It takes three minutes to build a profile on Rumble. I am asking you, actually I'm begging you, please do that today. You have no idea how much, how important it is to rumble these videos. And if you're not rumbling them, you're not on the battlefield, okay? Just so you know. Now moving on, the attorneys general, for Louisiana and Missouri, you know they have been working very hard uh, with this lawsuit on Tony Fauci and the rest of Congress for the federal government's involvement and collusion with big tech social media companies to silence all conservative speech and to silence any uh, deflection from the narrative that COVID-19 was a man-made virus made in China, funded by Tony Fauci, and unleashed on the world to steal the presidency from Donald J. Trump and to give themselves power and unlimited amounts of money. And since this lawsuit has been in court now for what, last two months? The Louisiana and Missouri Attorney Generals, Attorneys General have released a 359-page Fauci deposition in the social media collusion lawsuit. According to the media release from Eric Schmidt's office in Missouri, Fauci said, I don't recall 174 times when he was asked about the emails that he sent, the interviews and other important information that he has. So Fauci has been, he's been deposed and this 359 page transcript has been released. And in this 359 pages, Tony, the rat face Fauci said, I don't know. I'm not aware. I don't recall. I don't know, I'm not aware, I don't recall. That is inexcusable, that is unacceptable, and this man needs to be hung in the, private, in the public square in front of the entire world by his neck, by a rope, until his life leaves his body. Fauci, the director of the Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and several Biden administration officials were named in the 86-page lawsuit filed by Eric Schmidt in Missouri, who was elected to the U.S. Senate in November. Also with Jeff Landry, Attorney General of Louisiana. The deposition shows Attorney John Sauer of Schmidt's office conducting the questioning. The deposition contained 63 exhibits, including confidential emails and media reports. The deposition began at 8.08 a.m. on November 23rd and ended at 5.01 p.m. Sauer asked if Fauci was on a first-name basis with somebody at Twitter. Fauci said, well, right now, no. But when my daughter worked at Twitter... We were on a first-name basis. What a smart-ass answer. That's why that man needs to be hung until his life leaves his precious little body. And I'm not backing off of that, I can tell you that. You know, again, you say aloud, I don't know what the legal or, first or other First Amendment issues are associated with that, Fauci said. That's not my lane or my area of expertise. Clearly, your area of expertise is not infectious diseases either. Clearly, you botched the AIDS pandemic. You literally created homophobia. You killed and murdered dogs. You stole black children from orphanages so that you could experiment on them in the 80s. 
And this entire COVID crap has been one big, large, giant experiment. What do you know, you little... What do you know? That is not my area of expertise. His area of expertise is going to be how tightly a, a noose can go around your neck. As a physician and a scientist and a public health person, I am very sensitive to the fact that disinformation, including some of the disinformation that we discussed, that, for example, has people avoiding life-saving interventions in a dangerous health pandemic. How you counter that, I think, is open to question. My way of countering false information, again, who's saying the information was false? Because we now know that everything you said was a complete lie. My way of countering false information And I've been on the record multiple times saying that my approach is to try to flood the system with the correct information as opposed to interfering with other people's ability to say what they want to say. What? Tony, you were the one that was colluding with Twitter to shut us up. Oh, I can't wait till that man is in the afterlife somewhere. Not here. If anybody on this planet deserves to die right now, today, it's Tony Fauci. Period. Does anybody disagree with me? Does anybody disagree with me? We've got children dying at the border every day. We've got little girls being raped and murdered at the border every day. We have people dying from from COVID shots. We have people dying from complications from COVID shots. But this man gets to live and tell us what we should do and what we should say and not say. If anybody on this planet deserves to die, it is Tony the Ratface Fauci. Period. And now, what is this? Giving me a birthday shout out this late? Unbelievable. Unacceptable. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Now, a family is speaking out saying that a Coast Guard member of their family who's in the Coast Guard is being forced out of the military with just six months before retirement for refusing a jab. So so, so we're going to give this Tony the Ratface loser Money for the rest of his life after he retires because he's eligible for it, right? For doing absolutely nothing of good in this country, right? But yet we're not going to honor the retirement of a Coast Guard member who's put his life on the line for, for, for who knows how long. And now we're not going to honor the retirement because they're refusing to get the jab. What's the matter, Kevin McCarthy? I thought you were working on this. This is why Donald Trump will be president again, because he's the only person. He's the only person. Ron DeSantis hasn't even said this. Of course, Ron DeSantis also, as much as I love him, has not even stuck up for the January 6th political prisoners either. But Donald J. Trump said every member of the military will be hired back with back pay and with honor. Now, here's where I've got, that's that's why Donald Trump is going to win. Because of what they've done to our military and what they've done to our country. Nothing's going to stop what's coming. Not the Republicans working with the Democrats. Not the Democrats working with the Marxists. Not the Marxists working with the communists. Nothing is going to stop us. And I want to give a big shout out. We're going to give the Smarty Award. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and cue up that Smarty Award because we're going to be giving it right now to Governor Greg Abbott. Not only for what he did at the southern border but what he just demanded that the legislation in Texas do. Let's go ahead and give him the Smarty Award first. Ladies and gentlemen, Smarty Award of the day is going to go to Governor Greg Abbott because the reason Governor Greg Abbott is... um, is being, so, is being praised so much lately is because of the fact that he's following through on something that we didn't know he was actually going to do. He never said he was going to do it, and he did that as a campaign strategy, which was absolutely amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news, Governor Greg Abbott just demanded that the Texas legislation ban all COVID vaccine mandates next session. That means, I believe, session is what, January or February in Texas? that they de- he demands that the legislation ban all COVID vaccine mandates. The Texas COVID Vaccine Freedom Act is the boldest bill in America. And a statement was put out by Senator-elect Mays Middleton and uh, Representative Brian Harrison that says this, COVID vaccine mandates destroy medical freedom and have no place in Texas. Governor Greg Abbott is exactly right to demand a law banning them right now. We look forward to working with him to pass this Texas COVID Vaccine Freedom Act, 
so that we can so that he can sign it into law. The boldest assertion of an individual liberty with respect to covid vaccine mandates and the most comprehensive ban in America. Texas will lead the nation in fighting tyrannical covid vaccine mandates next session. Somebody said Abbott should have been doing this all along. I don't disagree, but at the same time, all of this stuff that Abbott is doing, he probably would have had a harder fight against, uh, what's his name, Dippy there, Beta Male O'Rourke, had he done that. So you know what? Better late than never. We'll say that. Better late than never. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have a few more stories to go through. I'm going to kind of run through them real quick for you, okay? Before we do, we've got to go and we've got to talk about EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen. EnviroCleanse, EnviroCleanse, EnviroCleanse. I cannot say it enough. I want to read to you. This is a, this is a perfect, perfect thing that was typed up by EnviroCleanse, and it was just sent to me for this holiday sale. If you could give one holiday gift that would help your entire family avoid seasonal colds, flu, and even COVID... This might be the greatest gift you ever get. EnviroCleanse is the new science in home air purification, and they've just announced an unbelievable holiday sale you, can afford, you can't afford to miss. So here, here it is, ladies and gentlemen, the air circulating in your home from room to room, family members breathing in all of this stuff through holiday guests coming, everybody coming over that might be sick. This is the perfect way to stop it, folks. This is the perfect way to stop germs, bacteria, um, microviruses, all of this stuff through their mineral technology. And all you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is visit EnviroCleanse.com and use the promo code RUMBLE. And if for some reason EnviroCleanse.com does not work, go to EKPure.com. It's either EnviroCleanse or EKPure. Some people's browsers are different. I don't know why. And use the promo code RUMBLE, not LFA, to get the holiday sale, to get the bigger discount. Again, EnviroCleanse.com or EKPure.com. I don't know why it changes from, from platform to platform or from browser to browser. And use the promo code RUMBLE and you can get major savings for your EnviroCleanse now, ladies and gentlemen. Do that today. Maybe be on the lookout for one of your family members. Um, I have people in my family that definitely need this, so I know you may as well. I'd also like to pop up that Rumble chat real quick before we get to this last story of the day. Pop up the Rumble chat because it looks like RJ Cat, yep, just donated $500. Look at that, folks, through Rumble Rants. This is for you and the Rise Up show. I loved it. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so very much. I'm going to put this towards uh, our Slurp Fund and towards Eli's salary because we're always behind the ball on that. And I just want to thank you so very much. I'm having a blast doing that Rise Up podcast, and I know you guys love it as well, and it's my way to be able to spend my time with God. Miss D says, I'm setting up my cleanse right now as I listen to you. How crazy is that? That's awesome. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, real quick, John Bolton is saying that he's going to run against Donald J. Trump for president. We'll get to that later on. I don't have enough time as Mike Crispy's coming up next. But I do want to hit this last statement, okay? This last story real quick. Yesterday, we talked about a California Republican and a Trump attorney by the name of Harmeet Dillon. Now, if you don't know her, some people are saying she could be a rhino. Some people are saying, who knows what she's going to do? Is she actually going to work for us? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Harmeet Dillon, who is a... Um, former vice chair of the California Republican Party, a Trump attorney. She is challenging Ronna McDaniel for the chairwoman of the RNC. And you know what she said? This is amazing. She said that if you elect her, if you vote her in as RNC chairwoman, she promises to hire Scott Pressler immediately as one of her first acts to be on the ground teaching people in each state how to register voters and to get people signed up and to get some, a little bit of enthusiasm behind being a new uh, registered Republican. How awesome is that? How incredibly awesome is that? Her first, her first order of business will be to hire Scott Pressler. Now, I want to tell you what Scott said back to that. This is amazing. Scott said it would be his honor. Hold on, let's pull that up real quick. Sorry, folks, it's going to take me a second here. I want to read in his own words what he said. Okay, here we go. Scott said in back, she said, 
If elected to RNC chairwoman role, one of my first jobs will be to hire Scott Pressler. If he will have us to inspire and train our ground forces on voter registration and get every ballot to the ballot box by all legal means necessary. And then Scott actually replied back saying, thank you, Harmeet. If you are elected as RNC chairwoman, I'm absolutely willing to serve. Let's register new voters, empower the grassroots, and grow the Republican Party in all 50 states. Ladies and gentlemen, I could not agree more. And great big, that would be a huge opportunity for my friend Scott Pressler. And let's pray that that happens, okay? Let's pray that that happens happens. Ladies and gentlemen, on your way out, do not forget to rumble. We do not have even close to as amount of rumbles as we need to. Like the video. It's that simple. If you can't even like a video, how are you going to be on the battlefield to save this country? It's that simple. Okay. And do not forget, we have all these brand new items on jeremyherald.com. We have the big, big bang MAGA shirts. We have the patriotic leather keychains. We have these awesome Trump bear limited edition, um, coffee mug sent in by Amanda Collins. We have the two brand new winter hats. One is very, very thick and it's got a ball on the top. That's the woman's version. Could be a men's version, I guess. Here's the, uh, the other one, the black version. We have the armor of God hats, winter hats, and we have the armor of God fleece winter blankets. Check them out now, ladies and gentlemen. Get them now. They are limited for Christmas. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest down, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Coming up in just three minutes, Mike Crispy, unafraid. Do not miss it. Check it out. If you can't watch it, please at least go on there for a few seconds. Give him a rumble, and then, of course, follow it up immediately by Anna Perez and Wrong Think. I love each and every one of you. God bless you. Uh, and remember, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. I'll see you at 5 p.m. Mike Crispy Unafraid. Up next. Peace.